Well, you run and you run to catch up with the sun, but it's sinking. Welcome to Sink Floyd, the podcast where we watch every movie ever made to see if it sinks up to Pink Floyd's 1973 magnum opus, The Dark Side of the Moon. My name is Gareth Blackler. Oh, my name's James Barron. Hello. And joining us, she's she glows in a way that <laughs> is human, so don't worry. It's... um. The one, the only, um, fan favourite guest, yeah. <laughs> Madeline Smith. Returning at last, oh, Madeline Smith. Thank you, it's great to be here. <laughs> here I hope mic. I don't glow. Hey. I hope you don't glow like in the movie that we watched, mm-hmm. which was uh, the wonderful uh, tw- 1985? Is that right? I don't know, we didn't look it up. It's uh. Cocoon. We watched Cocoon. Ah, <laughs> uh, y'all heard of Cocoon? Because yeah. <laughs> I barely had. Yeah. How did we come about finding this film? We were just looking through films similar to Kroll. Yeah. <laughs> really? I would not equate this film with Kroll in any way, other than them. it's, like, wild as shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's a concept that shouldn't have been greenlit, but it sure, <laughs> sure was. Um, but, yeah, no, like, not similar to Kroll in a lot of ways, but it is a nice re- reprieve from our kroll day special... We are banking a lot on the audience liking our Kroll episode because yeah. that hasn't dropped yet and we've recorded three more. And then this one, we're like, what's similar to Kroll? Yeah. Uh, oh but I, like, I'm kind of annoyed at how, like, you had seen the film before, hadn't you, a long time ago? This one? Kroll, yeah. Kroll or Cocoon? Cocoon. Cocoon, yes. Yeah, so had I. You hadn't, had you? No, um, I knew nothing about Cocoon. I knew... Uh, Five things about Cocoon. Yeah. Okay. And most of them turned out to be wrong. So everything I knew about Cocoon was old people. Mm-hmm. And then I knew... Accurate. I could picture a green light. Yep. Really? Okay. Yep. Okay. Turns out that wasn't in there. No. There um, was a green light at one point. Were you thinking oh, of the great Gatsby? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. That is a film with a famous green light. Uh, man, the, the crossing the line between Great Gatsby and that is pretty good. Yeah, what's that's... The, what's the get Great Gatsby cocoon crossover? There's lots of boats. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they just, yeah. Someone dies. Fucking Gatsby discovers a fucking cocoon <laughs> that a, gives de-ages him. That's a, why he's so self-centered. There's a dead person in a pool. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah? Oh. More crossover than you'd think. Ooh. Uh, continue (laughs) okay ah the other thing i knew was it had a weird sexy energy yep um and then i thought there was scary spider arms involved there's not thank goodness i would not be okay with that i'd love to enter your brain to like know where you got that idea from right me too (laughs) (laughs) i could almost picture the poster as well i thought i'd seen the poster and i thought it was like a glowing green cocoon mm-hmm. cracking, then the word cocoon with the letters really spaced out. I'm pretty sure that's the alien cover. <laughs> that is. <laughs> but I was also picturing a, a young hero with dark curly hair, question mark. I thought there was one of those. It kind of was. There yeah. was, though. Yeah. The young gentleman on the boat. I can't remember his name. He's Jack. Jack. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, good. I'd say you're like... Four out of five there, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Spider-arms notwithstanding. Pretty good knowledge, background knowledge of Cocoon. If you had to sum it up, I feel like you probably could. Okay. I watched this film when I must have been about 
10. Probably, wow. Probably too young. Yeah, I think I was about the same. Yeah. And I'm actually really angry at my own memory right now because it has absolutely none of what I remembered. All I really kind of remembered was this like 20 person 65 plus orgy in a big pool. <laughs> That's That does happen. Kind of. Yeah. I, uh, from what I'm pretty sure I only remember like the opening 20 minutes of this movie looking back at it I definitely don't remember the ending because I would have been hype as shit <laughs> so it's, but there's a high potential that I like turned this movie on when I was really young and then switched it off about like halfway through that mm. like I had the attention span of an 11 year old and I was just like nah man Bionicle's still going strong. <laughs> oh, Bionicle. <laughs> You're like, I can take this VHS out and wait 20 minutes for Bionicles to start. Exactly. And this film definitely does change around probably that point, the 20 minute point, mm. where you kind of realise that it's not going to, like, no one's really going to be evil in it. No one's really an antagonist. Not Everyone's really. just nice. They're like, the cops are kind of antagonists in this movie. Mm. I guess, and the orderlies kind of suck and at the rest home. They're yeah. Like doofuses. There really but there's no real, like, nasty people. I mean, there's Bernie at the beginning. Yeah, true. He plays, like, a minor antagonist, but he has a sweet heel turn before the end. Mm. So, mm. I guess the opposite of heel turn, a toe turn. A toe turn. Toe turn. Does a certain dance move and then becomes good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of dancing in this film as well. Yes. Shall we get into, like, actually seeing how it synced up with our with our classic Floyd boys because that's what we do I feel I felt like going in this was going to work really well it's going to be a strong boomer energy podcast yes yeah we welcome all boomers to this one um, <laughs> yeah, welcome all boomers <laughs> I want a banner that says god we've kind of lived the retirement day today as well we'll just we up we're recording this in person by mm -hmm. the way yeah we went out to a nice cafe that was like those cafes that the there was minions on the menu, um, Despicable yeah. Me minions on the kids' menu, and like a lot of fonts. It was very much, and wide glass windows. It was very much where you'd go if you were retiring. And we're also in the most boomer suburb in the world, <laughs> where yeah. James lives. I live in like a uh, cul-de-sac with like a bunch of houses that look exactly the same. It's sort of nightmarish, uh, but I've gotten used to it. It's quite a nice neighbourhood, honestly. Okay. But yeah, I, I definitely had seen the cast of Cocoon at the cafe that we went to. <laughs> so. so yeah, with that, with our method research in, I think we're very well qualified to sync this movie to Dark Side of the Moon. That's true. We're all gathered around with cups of tea. <laughs> yeah. Perfect vibe for a movie about some old folks. Uh, Shall we dive on in? Let's dive on in. All right. We got Speak to Me, Baby, over the opening crawl. Where there's, well, actually, there's not really opening credits at the start of this movie. We see um, a boy with a telescope looking up at the bloody moon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm already hyped. The light side this time, but you know. Yeah. The fucking... Okay, so we start off this movie with async, which is pretty pretty spicy. We've got the title card appearing cocoon with its, like, sci-fi-ass logo. Yeah. And that, like flashes away as and we cut into space like looking at the moon yeah and the earth over as we go straight into breathe like yeah. that transition from that song we're there it's happening i wish i'd filmed both of you when that happened because it was one of the most beautiful <laughs> moments where i think that might have been the best sync mm. in an opening sequence for you both yeah we were thrilled to bits there was yeah. cheering there was much waving <laughs> there of was arms. a lot of noise yeah we got very excited uh, I was, yeah, I was about to get up off the couch and, like, 
flip some shit in your lovely house. When this podcast works, boy howdy, do you get excited. Right? Can I at one point see you Google Cocoon Dark Side of the Moon? Okay, that's, um, I've been doing that ever since, well I've been doing that the whole time, but like especially it's come true since Mahala Drive when I didn't do it until during the show. Yeah. And I didn't realise that Naomi Watts's parents are on the album. The huh. grand revelation yeah. is out of control. Okay, because yeah. I really thought you were like, is this something that I don't know? Yeah. That this film is actually based around Dark Side of the Moon because it was so perfect. Yeah, especially this opening. Um, what it did, the only thing that did come up was Pitchfork snarkily said that Pink Floyd should write their next album to sync with Cocoon because they get an old. Damn, yeah, roasted. On a 5.7 review of their last Whoa. album. Yeah. Harsh. I think 5.7, if something I like gets a 5.7, I'm like, okay, I'll probably still like it. On Pitchfork, I guess. Yeah. yeah. They're pretty, oh man, underhanded reviewers at Pitchfork. Yeah. Gracious. They, they are cutting it straight to the mustard, those those reviewers over there. Yeah. They gave um, Animals by Pink Floyd a 10, though. Oh, there you go. Recently. All right. Which they've Recently? Only, yeah. <laughs> finally, like, caught up. All right. They've only given that to... Yeah. (laughs) One day we'll get there. Uh, (laughs) I'm still looking at the album cover. I'm not ready to open that album. Oh, God, no. Absolutely not. Our minds will explode. (laughs) We've only got room in our hearts for for one album. Yeah. uh, Movie continues on. We've got, like, fucking dolphins swimming around as well over Breathe. At over some like ancient ruins yeah. of a city. I feel like this is a sweet music video for Breathe, right? This right. What, it feels like very like mid 2000s screensaver. Mm, like, I wrote screensaver. <laughs> like vibes, like the the genesis of um, Vaporwave here. Mm. Mm. It's great. It all came from Cocoon. <laughs> <laughs> cocoon invented Vaporwave. That's I canon. feel like Cocoon might have influenced more than we would kind of understand about you know what's been produced in the last 30 years yeah Yeah. definitely the idea of like old people getting up to mischief i feel like absolutely this popularized that idea oh yeah that's a classic trope because of this movie i think yeah Yeah. was because you know how like everyone says like oh the most condoms are sold to old folks homes yeah yeah do you think that was like i think that's potentially just true i mean there's a lot of love in this film yeah it's mostly from us watching it We'll I mean, get to like, it. Don't, let's call a spade a spade. There's a lot of sex in Cocoon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cocoon horny. Yeah. Cocoon be horny. <laughs> for sure. Oh, my gosh. It's, it, uh, we're about to get yeah, to some like really uncomfortable some conversations here. <laughs> old age sex. Some some interstellar sex. Yeah. Yeah. It's Con- opening cocoons. your... Cocoons. <laughs> cocoons. Implying sex mm. of the past. <laughs> Everyone you meet implies sex of the past. That's very true. Some <laughs> adulterous behaviour. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Goodness me. Where would you? Because there's this website. Um, I think it's called Common Sense Media that always shows up when you Google a kids film. They always have the top review on how safe it is going to be for kids. Oh yeah. If you were Common Sense mo- Media, what would you warn the people about Cocoon? Would you give them a go see it or a don't see it? I mean, I wouldn't, if I had children, I wouldn't, it's not like you explicitly see anything too dodgy, but it's true. It's heavily implied. Mm. I feel like Cocoon offers a decent lesson to young kids about like several things about like people growing old mm. and what that's like. Someday, someday your grandparents are going to go and you got to be nice to them while they can. They don't have access to a magic pool. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, if only. 
Yeah. Right? Friendly. Like, yeah. So I think, like, from that perspective, yes, but I would give it a big old rated H for horny, so... <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> big old B for Boomer. <laughs> like a, my favourite pencil, this movie's an HB. Oh, my God. <laughs> horny Boomer. Oof. Oof a doof. No one's going to grab the HB pencils anymore because they'll be like, oh, the horny Boomer pencil. <laughs> Yeah, they need a whole rebrand now. <laughs> yeah. Damn. But yeah, I agree. This would have been like someone's Windows Media Player visualizer for Absolutely. Pink Floyd. Mm. Yeah. It's um, very exciting. Yeah. So like from these very strange opening to the movie Cocoon, like these strange sequences, we cut to a retirement village and Wilford Brimley chilling out. He's arrived back from the shops mm-hmm. with like a whole bunch of stuff for all the friends. With easy lax. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, X Lax, I think X-lax, it is. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Uh, who's like someone's desperate in need of that, so <laughs> yeah. fair enough, fair play. Mm. But yeah, he's like one of the few old people that can still drive, and mm. so he's like ferrying all these treats and stuff to them, which is very sweet. Um, this is where I first noted the line, race towards an early grave, which is the line that closes out Breathe. Yeah. And like, never before has this line seen the light of day like <laughs> so much in a movie. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of racing towards the early grave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I suppose not early, just in general oh. graves. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. I just want to draw attention Another to line that. in this uh, film that made me even more worried than rest was an early grave, but oh, we'll yeah. get to it. Okay. We'll get to it. Uh, yeah, we're like, <laughs> on the run starts playing and it's just, we're just panning past a bunch of like old people sitting in chairs. Yeah. And it's like... It's just not fitting the vibe at all of nah. the intensity of that song. It's hilarious. But um, I also kind of thought, like, that was, like, the intensity of the music and, like, how, like, how little is going on in each scene. It just, it was beautiful. It was it great. Made, it built, like, another dimension of Cocoon for me. Yeah. We were all laughing away. Yeah. Great. The juxtaposition was fucking Fantastic. Sick. Would you call it an anti-sync? Mm. Uh, yes. So they were like, I guess, you know, there's a handle of beautiful anti-sinks, but like some of the best sinks, in, you know, in the time that I've been around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you've been experience. on the surf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Since you were birthed from yeah. a cocoon. Um, She's not ready to give that away. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> it's a showbiz secret. Yeah. Um, we got old mate Vess teaching like an aerobics class for a bunch of ladies. And Wilford Brimley's not interested in joining. He's <laughs> got to deliver more goods. Um, yeah, live for today, gone tomorrow. As we're seeing, uh, they look across to another room after visiting another friend. With yeah. Them. And there's uh, EMTs running all over the place, like trying to save the life of someone who's just dying in a in a bed. Oh, bleak stuff. Yeah. Everyone just seems so like. We've seen, we see this every yeah, day. It's kind of facts of life, right? They're yeah. like, yeah, it's it's sad, but this is like their fate in the old folks' home, you know? Mm. But that's a good old sink for for, the, for us. <laughs> yeah, so, we're getting something from it. Yeah, we're the only ones benefiting out of that scenario. Um, yeah, I, this movie, at the start here, we're getting a lot of old people in shorts mm. as well. Short shorts. Yeah, like short, short shorts. Yeah. Uh, it's a little a little bit scary. I've never seen so much of Wilford Brimley. Like, <laughs> it's like potentially too much. Uh, are you, have you become more equated with him since his role in The Thing? Do you know? No, I 
I think I asked you who is he, and you said he was in a butter ad? He is in an ad for um, stopping diabetes. Oh, okay. Famously, yeah. He's the guy who is says diabetes. Is he that I can't believe it's not butter? No, I don't. Oh. No, I think it's... <laughs> it's the opposite of that. Oh, that's true. <laughs> he surely oh, no. can believe that it's butter and it's killing you. Wait, he was the guy who said diabetes? Yeah, he's the diabetes Okay, guy. that makes him very famous. <laughs> There you go. Um, so yeah, he's, we're seeing a lot of him. Yeah. And a lot of other old people in shorts because mm. we're going over to um, sneaking through a gap in the fence to go swimming in a pool. These rascally old dudes sneaking to the neighbouring house's pool, I guess. It's like an empty house. Yeah. That's up for rent at the moment. And they're, yeah, using the pool because they can. Having a good old time. Uh, unfortunately, the the... Crash and on the run, and the clocks and time go on over the sequence, and they don't really align with anything. They're yeah, usual touch points, but sadly, no sinks there. It's just old dudes walking around. <laughs> so yeah, I suppose like there's maybe something to be said by the fact they're moving too slow to get to the clocks sinking or something. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. No. I don't know. <laughs> We'll let the listeners be the judge. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so there's just, like, vibing out of the pool for a little bit. A lot of, like, swimming old people in this movie. Yeah. Well. They're, like, fairly casually swimming around this time. But they're having a good time. Mm. Um, more raucous horseplay down at the pool, like, to come. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Lifeguards would be very annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> in my notes, the next bit is that we cut to some dude out on a boat. I'm not sure what he's up to. <laughs> By now, I turned the movie off, apparently. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea who this is. He looks a bit like Paul Rudd. Yeah. Mm. Paul Rudd crossed with Glenn Howerton. Yeah. But he's actually... actually... Oh, God. Steve... Steve Gutenberg. Gutenberg. Yes, a very young Steve Gutenberg. Famous for the Police Academy film. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so some... He's just come back from, like, a fairly unsuccessful voyage with a bunch of people who are really pissed off with him. Yeah. But then he gets immediately hired by... Uh, a couple out on the docks for 27 days, which is really specific. Specific. Um, and he's like, ah, sweet. Like, business. <laughs> yeah. 27 is my lucky number. Mm. <laughs> he's bloody hype. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going all right for him. Uh, over time, solo, we're cutting to some shuffleboard. <laughs> and I'm hype. Have you ever played shuffleboard? I've never played shuffleboard. No. No. I've done um, some worn bowls. Yeah. Um, never done croquet, but your friends are, some of our oh, friends are really into croquet. Oh, we're a big lawn bowl group. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. And, um, assorted other yard games, but not that one. Not played that one. What's no. everyone's oldest, per- old person hobby? Like, everyone's got the hobby of theirs that's the oldest person hobby. I, too, am a big fan of lawn bowls. I've played croquet mm. in my day. Yeah. That's a pretty old person vibe, yeah. for sure. But yeah, I went to a work do one time, which was lawn bowls. It was all day lawn bowls. Wow. And I got the worst sunburn I've ever experienced. Yeah, that all sounds very relatable. It was because it was a surprise where we were going. And yeah. It turned out to be eight hours of lawn bowls. Wow. <laughs> like, like, I hadn't brought a hat because I just didn't know where we were going. But it was all right. I drank a lot of beer and that got say, me through that. So Yeah, mm. but beer and lawn bowls go hand in hand. Yeah. I think, that's, I think that's the trick. I think that's why old people like that so some much. Stubbies, yeah. yeah. Just, like, just drink all day and play some like very low energy sport. I think they've got it figured out. Yeah, heck you know? yeah. I guess I appropriate old person culture because I wear my granddad's lawn bowls jacket a lot. Mm. But yeah. What would I your... Old person sport be? Uh, going to bed at 9pm. 
<laughs> I love that. I'm a champion of that. Oh, wow. Impressive, yeah. <laughs> we um, were hanging out with my parents last night and I got out my sleep app and I was showing them my like sleep quality and how quickly I completely dip into like deep, deep sleep. Like it's, wow. a, it's a drop. It's like a cliff. Holy Whereas shit. the normal human being, it should be like a slow decline. Presumed dead, Gareth Blackley, <laughs> yeah. as soon as he falls asleep. There was one night where I was just dead for like three hours and then suddenly it jumps back up I to was living. I concerned. It also records his snoring. Oh, wow. And you can play it back. It's great. Maybe we can cut some of that audio into the podcast, <laughs> of, uh, depending, on, uh, depending on who edits this episode. <laughs> <laughs> You liked talking about your sleep, though, didn't you? <laughs> anyway. I love that. It's like a big crossover between Boomer and Zoomer energy. Like, yeah. showing off an app of your sleep yeah. schedule is like, mm. the, yeah, that's the perfect that's Venn diagram. Cool. Yeah. Love it. Anyway, shuffleboard. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're going, a, a little kid has come to visit Wilford Brimley, his uh, grandson, David. Mm. Uh, Wilford Brimley's character's name is Ben, but I constantly switch between that and Wilford Brimley in my notes, so... Wilford Brimley. Um, yeah, they're gonna, he's going to come for a sneak off to this pool as well. He's come to visit, quite nice, come to visit the old folks. Mm. I feel like this is a rare occurrence, but anyway. Um, but unfortunately, the house has been rented by the couple we saw before down at the docks, who have also rented that boat. Yeah. Um, and so they can't sneak in for a swim. They've rented the house for $7,500 a month. Which is kind of insane. To oh. be fair, this is a beachfront mansion. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Florida's probably quite rich yeah. in terms of that stuff. Yeah, and they also are only renting it for a month. Like, yes, that's gotta right. be, yeah. Mm. So yeah, it's kind of reasonable if you think about it that way. Anyway, I think the number's gonna be a lot less shocking each year going by, oh, <laughs> looking yeah. at that. Mm. Like, oh wow, what a steal. Yeah, logged into this, yeah, like people listening to this podcast 20 years in the future. Like when Cocoon has become the main movie, <laughs> yeah, they'll be they'll be like, "Whoa, what a steal! That's crazy! <laughs> I could buy a Coca Cola for that." Yeah. Um, now back into our cocoons. <laughs> I need to get younger. <laughs> um, yeah. So then next bit is like they're out on the boat, uh, checking out like a heat map of where they need to go that they've printed out. Mm. Found this kind of weird. Yeah, this was probably the most sci-fi thing. It was a map that used heat <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is the most sci-fi part of cocoon for sure yeah <laughs> just trying to figure out where they like need to go uh wildly they're looking for the like lost city of atlantis is what <laughs> yeah. they're actually doing in this movie mm. like i'd completely forgotten that plot point but yeah atlantis it's, confirmed that's kind of they just start, they acknowledge Atlantis, and then they just stop talking about mm. it. They're just not interested in that anymore. They're most interested in their 10,000-year-old friends. Yeah. And fair enough. Who apparently they left behind. Yeah. you got to leave some behind some people in Atlantis. Apparently some kind of, yeah, like... Uh, I'm going to, yeah, cut straight to it. Yeah, yeah. Talking about it. But yeah, some kind of, like, calamity happened 10,000 years ago, and they had to leave... Uh, but they couldn't come back until the next, like, solar eclipse was about to happen or something. And so, yeah. Yeah, they've been gone for ages. And, yeah, that's they've come to get their cocoons. <laughs> These are aliens, by the way. I don't know yeah. if we mentioned that. No, it's just some peeps. Some <laughs> friends, I don't know. I think Atlantis is a very vaporwave thing as well, right? Very true. Yeah. yeah. Big time. So vaporwave is what, like, old folks like me called sea punk, right? 
sort of, but like more electronic music okay. based. I yeah. would say, like, yeah, it's a different like genre of music, but I feel like they have a lot of crossover and aesthetic. Um, yeah, Vaporwave also has like a weird like Grecian column and yeah. statue kind of bent to it. So, mm. um, again, fitting with Atlantis fairly well. Yeah, like a ruined city is a big, big point of it. Yeah, so mm. there you go. But otherwise, pretty close. Gareth's taking note about it. <laughs> <I'm just> vaporwave. <laughs> uh, 2021, baby. Yeah, um, we got Coda, the sad song, Great Gig in the Sky now, our friend. Um, mm. uh, Wilford Brimley is failing an eye test uh, down here at the DMV with the like shortest man alive running the, <laughs> running the like eye chart. Pretty good. Yeah. Keeps saying like, he says like road signs aren't made smaller than the text <laughs> that he's reading, so he'll be fine. But yeah, he loses his license. It's very sad. Mm. I wanted the letters he read out to be W-O-W-O-W-O and he was just reading the lyrics to Great Gig in the Sky, but... <laughs> Sadly not. No. Where can I get that idea? Wow, 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 Dark side of your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you had an eye exam where you get to... Where they shine a light and you get to see the back of your eyes? I've not done that. I have had an eye exam and apparently I have twenty twenty vision and I should become a pilot. I know. <laughs> you should become a pilot. I was told that. You're like, I don't want to. It's like, get no, in the plane. You, you, your vision, your eyes are the best. <laughs> you what? need to become a pilot. Why are you excited about seeing the back of your eye? Have you, have you seen the back of yours? Yes, I have had one. And you're not excited? Surely it's just like oh, a weird first light. Like, string. Yeah, it's just yeah. Like stringy and veiny. Yeah, gross. And it's also like bright orange. Not normally, but because they're shining such a bright light on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. interesting. Well. I'm sorry to quash your excitement. But then again, like, I kept my, like, tooth moulds when I got braces. Like, I thought that was really interesting as well, to see my teeth 3D. Do you still have them? Yeah, it's somewhere in my parents' house. No, I... I think I tried to throw them out and my mum was like, no, no, we're not throwing these out. <laughs> I mean, if you kept them this long, right? You yeah. You sort of need to keep them. They'll yeah. be able to rebuild you from those moulds. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be useful. Like, oh no, they were pre-braces, so they're not going to be any good if my body <laughs> washes up. Oh gosh. You'll be you, but you'll have terrible teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, a cursed existence. <laughs> Oh my god, uh, what do we got next? Oh yeah, we cut to some like underwater excavation. Mm. Um, they're digging out the titular cocoons. They're coming <laughs> out of the water. Um, yeah, this, <laughs> I find it really funny that they're just swimming around these like ruins. And yeah. No one likes to comment on that. It's great. Um, there's a lot of dolphins around as well. Again, big wet vaporwave energy. So many dolphins. Although this is also like the first hint that there's like weird sexual vibes to this film because they keep describing the dolphins as horny. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, yeah, surrounded by horny ass dolphins who keep like getting in the way like, sup guys? There's like this huge Atlantean dolphin orgy that's been going <laughs> on for like 10,000 years in this one location. Like... Yeah. Holy shit. That's a subplot. That's what should happen in Cocoon. Like, if Cocoon does a midquill where it's the sequel that happens during the other one, it should just be about why these dolphins are, like, what they're up to. Very spacey. I like the connection with uh, dolphins and, like, big UFOs. Yeah. Continuing through as a through line from Hitchhiker's Guide as well. I was gonna say, yeah. Yeah. I I kind of expected that to happen. (laughs) Yeah. It's pretty good. Pretty happy with that. Mm. Uh, classic sync between two films <laughs> that we've covered on the show. Um, I feel like that'll happen more and more as we continue. To well, if we're going to watch every, every film, yeah. yeah. 
We'll just be talking about referencing other movies at that point. Yeah. Which I feel like kind of is what this show half is already. Yeah. It's going to be like those um, things that come out like when a Spider-Man movie or Iron Man movie comes out. It's like the Easter eggs you didn't notice that reference other Marvel films. But for us to be the Easter eggs you didn't notice that reference films we've already talked about and weren't intentional. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The best, the best YouTube show. Yeah. All right, guys, let's get deep into it. Cocoon, there's dolphins. All right, catch us next time. Like and subscribe. Yeah. Are these films in the same universe? (laughs) The answer will shock you. No. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So they yeah they got these cocoons out and everyone's uh, Jack is like real hyped to figure out what's in them. Mm. Basically, he's like, "What the fuck is going on here?" They've covered them with like big duvets, <laughs> yeah. basically. Mm. Um, and then yeah, they the the we cut to money now, and the old folks are watching through little binos on the on the edge of the pier. Yeah, unload these big eggs, and they're like, "What the fuck is going on?" Um, yeah, and they store them in the pool where the, the old folks uh, sneak into uh, the like following day, presumably. And they're there, like, the old, oldies are there, like, poking them with, like, a broom and yeah. stuff. I'm getting worried that they're going to crack open one of these cocoons, like, immediately. Yeah. You know, but it doesn't happen. They get their big stick and they go for it. I was a little bit, mm. yeah, I was worried. They grab that broom with both hands. Well, you'd think while after Pink getting Floyd to that age, you'd be like, don't just poke things. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. do you think you've got that privilege what's ever, now? What's ever good come from poking something? That's the thing. I feel like once I get to that age, I'd be, like, throwing caution to the wind way more. Yeah. I mean, like, I've already lived a full and happy life. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be poking cocoons <laughs> to see what happens. Yeah. Exactly. And to answer your question, uh, a lot of early Facebook friendships. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> Were you that kid who just, like, repeat, like, would poke someone? I never sent a single po- Facebook poke. I, really... I sent quite a few MSN Messenger nudges. I don't really remember Facebook when you could poke people. I remember Bebo and you could give someone a heart. Yeah, you that, had... That was a lot more fun. Three loves to yeah. give. Yeah. Yeah, each day. But, like, how, could, how do pokes work? Could I feel you, like you could just dish them out. Yeah. Like, poke, 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 poke. Yeah. You'd just get, like, Gareth Blackwell has sent you a poke. And you'd be like... Oh, uh, I feel like... Log off. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. really obnoxious. Mm. Yeah. It's like, pay attention to me. Yeah. yeah. Look, here I am. Remember me? I'm a person in your life. Yeah, I'm whereas, pretty sure it was only used like with malicious at- intent yeah. in my life, and that Aaron Venns used to poke me once a day. <laughs> That's a soundbite. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I feel like we could do without it. It was a weird thing that old Facebook had for sure. Does yeah. it still exist? Can you still do it? I don't think you can. If you oh. can, send us a poke at yeah. Facebook slash Sync Floyd Pod. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Goodness me. Oh. Uh, anyway, old old mate Wilford Brimley does not give a shit. He's throwing caution to the wind and diving into the pool and swimming around. And the rest of them follow suit. Uh, and they f- start feeling fucking great, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, immediately as well. As yeah. soon as they get in the water. They're like, man, I don't know if it's these weird magic eggs in the pool, but I'm feeling good. And they start doing, like, fucking flips off a diving board. This is the best scene, and it's so good, because it's just, it's only during the saxophone solo of money. Yes. So this beautiful, like, ripping saxophone while these old dudes... Slow-mo old men. Yes. I loved it so much. And it stops as soon as the solo stops. It's It's perfect. Pure joy. It's now, to me, the official music video for that saxophone. (laughs) For money? Yeah. (laughs) 
Just fucking Wilford Brimley, like, landing on his ass on the diving board <laughs> and then, like, tipping in as, like, a move. Yeah. Oh, my God. But then, like, arguably the worst scene in the whole film happens when they're walking back to their Oh, home. my God, yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They're walking on back and they're all, like, fucking stoked. they got a spring in their step and they're all talking about how they've got fucking huge bonus. <laughs> all right? Like, there's no... If sand or butts about it, these boys are excited, and they get like a short sequence of each of them accosting their wife, yeah, or like various women. Like yeah. one of Art, like goes to uh, the g- gymnastics or aerobics lady that he was crushing on earlier, mm. and yeah, they bloody have a have the old person sex. Yeah. yeah. It's very and uncomfortable. Then, um, the next day at Mahjong with the ladies. Oh my god, yeah. All three of them, bar one, are just... They're too, yeah. they're too happy to say anything. They just sit quiet. And yeah. The one who didn't get the old D in the night just, <laughs> just was like, why is everyone so quiet? Yep. Yeah. Oh, she's just here to fucking flop down the Kongs, all right, in a game of Mahjong. But she... <laughs> But those ladies had already flops down the Kongs. They've got their own Kongs, alright? Kongs to flop. (laughs) And yet that weird metaphor, not as bad as the D in the night. (laughs) No, I love that. That's perfect. Um, (laughs) Yes, I I think it actually is really sweet. I want to comment, like, the first one's awful because it's Joe, like, lying in bed, ushering Mm. over his wife to Uh. come and, like, sleep in his single bed. He's like... I'm wide awake and money does that like famous like kind of whoa descending scale. Yeah, it's no good. At, <laughs> like Pink Floyd are backing up a little. I do I just want to mention that Art's one is actually very sweet and then mm. he like goes around in a white suit and like serenades nice. his lady. Yeah. I, I was like okay, I'm into this. Let's yeah. Like, a palette cleans from the previous shot. I'm feeling much better about it. Yeah. It's all quite sweet. Like it's very nice that like because, yeah, everyone acts disgusted at the idea of old people having sex. Like, we draw a line on when people stop being sexy. Right. It's kind of nice to have a sex-positive film. Yeah. Especially, like, a Ron Howard 80s mm-hmm. sci-fi blockbuster be like, go on. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I think a lot of positive, um, you know, ideals came from this film around. Positive sexual experiences for 65+. plus. Yeah. But those boys are ravenous afterwards. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. They've got a bit of, big old spring in their step and yeah. they're like, do you want to go to the pool? Let's yeah. go, boys! <laughs> yeah. They immediately put two and two together as well. Oh, that yeah. pool's given them bonus. It's like a magic boner pool. <laughs> like, yeah. they're fucking stoked off that. Of yeah. Going Working there. title for this film, Magic Boner Pool. <laughs> I can see what, yeah, it would have been a harder sell to, on, uh, <laughs> to the execs. <laughs> Depending on how old they are, <laughs> yeah. they might be like, and where did you get this idea? Yeah. Um, yes, anyway, yeah, they run on back and have a, they presume that there's like cocaine in the water, which mm. I think is a really funny. Yeah. But yeah, they all like have a buddy system so that if one of them ODs, <laughs> like fetch an ambulance, which is hilarious. Mm. Um, yeah, so back on the boat, the fucking, uh, the aliens here have brought out, like, a big machine with them that looks like a giant fucking, like, 80s gaming computer yeah. full of LED lights and whirring noises. It's like what people thought the internet looked like. Yeah, <laughs> they have the internet with them on yeah. board the ship. Yeah. The very early. They've got all of it. Yeah. <laughs> this crazy box. It looks kind of like... 
uh, like outdoor heater mm. that's been filled yeah. with like a bunch of LEDs. <laughs> I thought it was a fire pit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So did I. Yeah. I was like, that's not safe on this boat. <laughs> no. But anyway, Jack's very suspicious of it, uh, and yeah, then he goes down in the in the hull of the boat and is touching more cocoons that they've unearthed. Mm. Uh, when uh, the nice lady Kitty, uh, one of the aliens, comes down <laughs> to like hang out with him and like see what's going on, she tells him that these cocoons are giant snail shells. That are like super rare, and they're getting them for a aquatic museum, basically. Mm. But it's very hush hush because they're very valuable, which is a pretty good lie, honestly. Yeah, I'm into it. It's pretty evident that they're, you know, they're, they're fond of each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then he immediately like thinks he broke his foot. Oh that was, yeah, that was odd. Now was this like a move? Like he like <laughs> fucking breaks his ankle or something. Yeah, and then, like gets rushed up, like rushes away upstairs, saying yelling out that he's fine, and collapses right next to a cooler. It's yeah, like, and she starts like massaging his foot. And he pulls a fucking beer out, smooth as you <laughs> yeah. like, out of his cooler. Like, was this just like a fucking strap? I feel as if. Yes. <laughs> but also, like, I'm assuming that these guys... Actually, no. I'm going to let you finish this, because I, you know... Okay. You want to build it up as to what happens next. Anyway, yeah. He, like, basically uses this as, like, a, a jumping yeah. point to ask her out, and she's like, nah. Like, I'm not going to do that. I, what I if know, I told like, you a big secret? <laughs> and he's yeah. like, oh, you can tell me a secret. And she's like, nah. Yeah. Never mind, bro. See ya. <laughs> It is when people, like, make sudden moves in a movie when you're sinking into Pink Floyd. It's way more jarring, because, like, usually it'd be a music cue or audio or something. The fact he just suddenly went, like, my foot is broken, while Pink Floyd are just playing us and them in the background was just, like... That's the thing about Hang it, on, huh? We see, like, fucking visual goofs way more often yeah. when we're doing this kind of thing. Because, like, it's just, yeah, you can't cover it with sound. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, presumably there's, like, a loud snapping sound yeah. or something <laughs> over there. Oh, gosh. Hopefully not. <laughs> but yeah. Who's to say whether or not him breaking his ankle was real or not? Yeah. Anyway. What if he just had a broken ankle the rest of the movie, but he was just chill? Like, he was actually in terrible pain, but it's just like, uh, aliens, I've got bigger fish to fry. Okay, new canon idea though. What if he did break his ankle, but the like magic massage healed it because she's got like magic healing powers? Yes. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Although uh, we don't know this at this point. That's true. But I thought maybe... I, you know, these dolphins are horny, yeah. like, uh-huh. all the time. The these These, these followers are horny, like, all the time yeah. now. Feeling useful. Yeah. Like, I bet she just, like, magicked his foot up. All good. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. This raises the question for me. Was Atlantis just, like, fucking boning down all the time? Like, 24-7 back in the day? Because these aliens have, like, such horny magic. Yeah. Yeah. So, were there people on Atlantis and they were just too horny and that's why they're society... That was the calamity? <laughs> like, people were just having sex too much. They started trying to have sex with buildings and the buildings all collapsed. Oh, no. Having sex with the ground and the ground couldn't take... Oh, God. <clears throat> Hopefully not. Possible. Possible canon, though. Yeah. Getting a stern look right now. <laughs> no, I was just trying to remember the history of Atlantis. Was it... Were there... Was it... Myth, like a, I thought it was just like a place, and then it sunk. 
I think that's the, the myth. It's the though. myth. Yeah. yeah. Not necessarily that it was filled with gods and goddesses. Yeah, I feel like the, the calamity that happened was it sinking it into the ocean. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. In all it... seriousness, but... Was it punished by the gods? I think so. Okay. Yeah. For being too complicated corny. by aliens in this story. Yeah. But, you know. Who's to say that these aren't just like really old humans mm. that have evolved? Yeah. They found some cocoons. Things yeah. got exciting. I often think like because we're at a point in this world where we have to accept if the universe is infinite, there's life on the other planets, right? Yeah. Which means like Let's say that means there's definitely aliens. That means any fantasy film you watch that's set in our world still isn't an infinite, like a huge, ever-expanding universe. Mm -hmm. Therefore, there's aliens. Therefore, Harry Potter could meet an alien. And it would be bad storytelling, but it's as likely as there being magic. Pretty much. Yeah. Like, because you never want to cross the streams of fantasy and aliens, eh? Unless you're you're crawl. Unless you're crawl, and then you can handle it perfectly. Uh, (laughs) As evidenced by our previous work. Um, Yeah, no. Horny aliens, they're out there. Yeah. They're in your area, waiting for your call. Um, Yeah, anyway, uh, old Joey goes to the doctor. His cancer is in remission. Yeah. Great news. He's bloody stoked. Him and his wife, they have a, like, happy spin-around moment. Mm. And then, yeah, they have this, like, beautiful ballroom sequence. Yeah, what kind of, like, retirement village is that? I don't know. It's wherever they are is fucking fantastic. Yeah. I would want to go here. It's the world's first climate-controlled ballroom. That's what it said on one sign. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. How does that work? I think it just has very good aircon. It just has air conditioning, yeah. I'm down with it. I mean, good for the old people. (laughs) Yeah. I appreciate it. Especially in Florida. Oh my god, yeah. Why? I mean, there's probably huge reasons financially and because it's sunny, but like, you get two stories of Florida. One, that it's where old people go. Mm -hmm. And two, that it is terrifying. (laughs) Yeah, if there's something, there's something in the air in Florida that affects everyone under the age of 65. (laughs) Yeah. sure, but yeah. It's, you get a lot of crazy crime stories out of that place. Yeah. That's apparently... So, there's the, obviously the great Twitter account, Florida Man, that mm-hmm. just republishes every um, news article that starts with Florida Man. But apparently a lot of that is A, because Florida's crazy, and B, Florida has different rules about reporting crime. Huh. So, you're actually... Um, you're allowed to report on these things, even if they're, like, current investigations. There you go. So Something like that. the papers way So really, yeah. anything could go. Hmm. Yeah, it could be a bunch of Nantucket men out there, as bad as Florida men, but... There you go. Yeah. yeah. The, the lamestream media aren't telling you about Nantucket man. Oh, shit. <laughs> Shout out to you, Nantucket man. Uh, where <laughs> yeah. they be? Presumably, Nantucket. Presumably Nantucket. Um, but yeah, they're playing, like... We get the subtitle Upbeat Jazz, mm. which is how I describe Pink Floyd, so that's fine. <laughs> and we're, yeah, we're getting us and them playing over the sequence. Yeah, they go out into this, like, crowded dance hall over, like, the wail of the saxophone solo at the final refrain of, uh, of Money, which is very nice. I think that's where we are? Um, we're up to us and them, Us yeah. and them. Sorry, yes. Yeah, the they leave, they start twirling around to the very end of us and them. Yeah. And then, yeah, they're, like, going out on the dance floor over uh, any colour you like for us. It's very nice. Yeah. Uh, apparently the band started doing a cover of Dancing in the Dark, which I would love to hear. Yeah. Like, a jazz cover of that track would be sweet. Heck yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, nah. they're, they're all having fun dancing on the dance floor. It's very sweet. Yeah. This is, like, probably the, like, happiest point of the movie. Also. Yeah. 
two probably one of the more happy songs on the album. Yeah. No lyrics. Yeah. No bleakness. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway, we got uh, Jack now fixing the engine down in the thing, and then he's doing a bloody... He's peeping through a peephole. Yeah. At Kitty, who's undressing. He fucking, like, scolds himself. He's like, what are you doing? You're reduced to a peeping Tom. Mm. And when he's like... Yeah, I guess I am, and just keeps going. Like, what the fuck, dude? That's. But he gets what's coming to him. Yeah. yeah. That's always my problem with nihilism, man. It's just people misuse it as their excuse to do what they like, do the bad thing because they're already just acknowledging, like, oh, who am I? It's true. Yeah. yeah. Nihilists get what they deserve, and that is seeing a <laughs> glowing alien when they yeah. stop looking. Um, Taking off a human, a human skin suit. Yeah. Mm. She takes off her suit. They're like this horrible skin and reveals like how would you describe these aliens? Like, oh, oh my god, oh my god! I know the perfect way to describe it. Right, Remember that on. episode of The Simpsons with Mr. Burns? Yes. That that when he when people think he might be God, there you go. That's or an probably, alien, sorry, an alien. Yeah. Probably where The Simpsons got it, right? Like from Cocoon. Probably. This like yeah, of, it adds the, up. of Mr. Burns because he's an old ass dude, right? Yeah. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah, and it's because he's. He looks like that because of his Friday night rejuvenation. Oh, <laughs> yeah. but it's just a shitload of drugs oh. and chiropractors. Yeah. <laughs> I bring you love. Oh, yeah. What a great episode. That's the best yeah. way I could describe those. Yeah. Things, right? yeah. But also, they fly and wear robes. It's really weird. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> they don't need to wear those robes. Uh, I, I don't think that they wear them habitually. I think that they're doing that for our benefit <laughs> so that we don't have to see their horrific, like, skinny body. <laughs> They're too glowy otherwise. You wouldn't be able to play cards with someone yeah. that much. No. Anyway, yeah, he's freaking out about this, like running around with a blowtorch at the end of a brain damage trying to defend himself. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, but he can't get away, obviously. The engine's still broken. He was fixing it at the time. Um, and she like dives overboard and is like accosted by a horny dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, has to swim back to the ship. And yeah, over Eclipse, we get the reveal that these guys are aliens. Yeah. Um, old mate, uh, what's his name? Were Walter? Yeah. Yeah. Is the, is the guy. Um, and yeah, fucking telling us the story of Atlantis at the end of playthrough one. Into it. Yeah, giving us a bit of silence so we can really hit that Atlantis. Yeah. I think they're like, our subtitles said like Atrantians rather than Atlanteans. Which I think is slightly different, just potential lawsuits from Atlantis. The Lost Empire, the movie that was coming out 15 years after that. Yeah, who's to say? Never mind. Anyway, uh, yeah, slight difference. But yeah, I think later on they're like, you call the city Atlantis. Mm. Yeah, canon. Um, yeah, they tell, they're saying like they had an outpost, outpost on Earth, but they had to abandon it because of calamity, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then, yeah, Jack's on board at the start of Play 2 too. He's like, I guess none of this is bad for America, yeah. is what he says. Because <laughs> they're just like, we would just want to get our cocoons and get out of here. This is definitely the point where you realise, like, oh, this isn't going to be, like, these old people aren't getting tricked by, like, evil aliens or anything. This is no. just going to be kind of like a movie where everyone just gets along to achieve their separate goals. It was Basically, very diplomatic yeah. about it. it yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah, these are some chill-ass aliens. They're, like, mm. here for the good vibes. Yeah. They want no quarrel with, with Earth. Mm. Like, the fact that they're picking up their mates after 10,000 years, yeah. it's like, imagine missing the bus, and then... <laughs> That's pretty much what happens, right? How sad! It's pretty awful. 
you miss the um, Christchurch's own orbiter bus, and then your friend rides the orbiter bus all the way around Christchurch Just to come to back come to back get you. you. Wow. Because you needed them to dub you on their hop card, their metro card. That's true love right That's there. Yeah. Goddamn. Oh. A modern day Sometimes, life story. you know what? It did feel like 10,000 years. <laughs> <laughs> on board the orbiter, yeah. If you're going all the way around, holy shit. Did you ever ride the orbiter all the way around just for... No. Ah. I've, never, I've never made that mistake. I did it three times, I've but for fun. I've gone the way and oh, yeah. had to like, catch the orbiter going the other way around. Oh like, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no. I've never gone the full circuit. <laughs> Goddamn. Ah. Oh. This makes no sense to anyone outside of Christchurch. Specific Christchurch references. Yeah. Shout out to you if you're from oh, our city. <laughs> we've got like Auckland uh, versions of this. Yeah. Of like specific Auckland only references. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Just, you go up on the double decker buses just for fun. Yeah. It's a great what? time. You've got double deckers? It's like a free roller coaster. Yeah. Except, pro tip, at the back of the top double decker, the ceilings gets lower. So don't go to the back if you're short. If, I mean, if you're tall. Right. But you don't do want to. Don't go if you're short. If yeah. you're the fucking eye test man from this movie, you are welcome to <laughs> yeah. the open bus. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll give you... Everyone can take a... Pause the podcast and think of a local thing in their town if we haven't yeah. <laughs> covered them. Yeah, send us a, a name piece of information from your Yeah. Um, Someone from Nantucket is like, yeah, there's this Nantucket man. <laughs> we try not to talk about him. It's amazing he hasn't been covered in the news. Um... Yeah, uh, play through too. We've got Bernie, a new friend who's being taken to go to the pool for the first time. Yeah. They're trying to like bring another friend of theirs to the pool and he's like freaked out by all the cocoons in there. He's like, I'm not swimming in the mm. pool. And they call, they say, cowardly custard can't cut the mustard, which is an ice burn. Yeah. <laughs> is that why you said cut the mustard I before? Did, yeah, yes. I thought that. <laughs> That is exactly why. It's fucking good verbiage. Yeah. Is it where I can? Um, I mean, custard could not cut mustard, though it is another liquid. It's true. But, you know. You know, yeah. Fucking get dunked. That Bernie should have come back with that. <laughs> yeah. Better about himself. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you were saying there was perfect cuts in time over this. Like, in the breathe, sorry. Yes. Like, yeah, the scenes are they all... They were just like, it was like the song was made for that scene it yeah. was just like for a good solid two minutes it was pretty nice chopping on drum beats and stuff the beat. yeah. yeah we've had like a good start of the album experience mm. the movie so far actually so like definitely like speak to me through breathe has been working out well for us so pretty happy with that yeah um yeah the aliens fucking return and all the old people hide in the cupboard in the like pool room. Yeah, like the, where they store their noodles and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> Lilos. Oh, I haven't had fun with a noodle in a long time. No or pool noodle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I have a um, shirt that looks exactly like the bag that would always keep those pool noodles in. What? The, <laughs> what you know how it was mean? like three. How long are your shirts? <laughs> <laughs> That's this massive sack with no <laughs> no sleeves. I bought it for a lot of money. <laughs> Alright. From a nice lifeguard. Oh. <laughs> it's the same stripes. The same, like, pale pink, pale blue, pale white stripes. Alright. Okay. Yeah. Okay. They weren't calling you noodle arms, get black mm. out there? Not for that reason. No, mm. no. It's tragic. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, they're hiding here, and the fucking aliens, they all peel off their skin suits. Mm. We see them all. All of them are just zooming around the room, flying, and the old people are freaking out. Yeah. Hmm. 
Um, and then, yeah, uh, Kitty, the Kitty alien, uh, notices them inside the little cupboard and, like, scares them off. Yeah, they're all yeah. freaking out. They all go, have to go to, like, get some oxygen <laughs> yeah. at home because they're all scared. It's very sweet. Yeah, it's wild because this kind of turns into, like, an 80s kids movie, which, considering it's a mid-80s movie, it's very self-aware that it's kind of doing that to itself. Yeah. But, like, yeah, it's, no one's believing them about the aliens they've found during their mischief. Pretty much, yeah. yeah like... <laughs> That's pretty good. Bernie's fucking pissed because yeah. his one trip to this pool has gone so awry. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no wonder you guys are fucking weird. Like, <laughs> poor Bernie, honestly. He mm. ruined the movie. Um, mm. Yeah, so Walter manages to, like, yeah, dissuade the cops that come around for an inspection. Somehow they don't go to the pool to see all these bloody cocoons. Yeah. But anyway, uh, he manages to ward them off. Um, and then, yeah, the. I've got, uh, what happens next? Um, uh, yeah, it's just a montage of no one believing them. And then you'd think that would be it, or they'd, like, you know, start sneaking back in and ensure the wrath of the aliens. But instead, they just go meet with the head yeah. alien. Wilford Brimley's Strike like, a deal. No chill. He goes, like, straight in, talk, let's talk to these bloody extraterrestrials. This yeah. is the, like, biggest poking of a cocoon I've ever seen. <laughs> like, goes straight in there. And is yeah, they make they crack a deal. Yeah, talking about uh, <laughs> Atlantis again. Wilfred shrugs that off. It's <laughs> awesome. But yeah, he's like, it's like so long as you don't touch these bloody cocoons, yeah. which they've already done. Mm. Um, then they can they can swim around and get younger. It's gonna be sweet. What a chill ass dude. Yeah, I love Walter. What a mm. good guy. Do you think this is like a universe where if those if those lads hadn't gotten out of the pool, they would have actually. You would have seen they like they would have started to look younger, and they would have just continued. I don't know. As we got deeper into this movie, I thought that's what was going to happen because there's the um, Futurama episode where that happens because they swim in a pool. I think like by the laws of equivalent exchange, they probably wouldn't like just because of the reveal of how they're getting younger later. Like I feel like eventually it would run out before they would like start yeah. looking younger. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah. Like, they probably have been de-aged by, like, a couple years at least, like, ten mm. years each mm. or something like that, but, like, not really enough to show it. Yeah, okay. That's my theory. That's good, Also, yeah. it would be expensive to make an old person not look old. Yeah, we haven't... Science has not figured that out yet. Even the Marvel movies sometimes do okay, but then sometimes it is scary. I've never seen it land well, you know? It's yeah. It's very uncanny valley. Uh, you get the cloud atlas experience you know (laughs) yeah or the um patrick stewart in the x-men movie where he's just like shine he's like these aliens he's just glowing (laughs) (laughs) so weird yeah (laughs) oh my god that's what's going on um (laughs) anyway uh so they have permission from the aliens to swim in the pool They've been granted permission, and so they bring the wives along. Yeah. The ladies are coming out this time, and they're all aware that there's aliens. Yeah. They're like, ah, let's go meet the aliens. <laughs> Which is hysterical. Um, Bernie's fucking furious. Yeah. He says the line, nature dealt us a hand of cards, and we played them, and now at the ending, end of the game, you're wanting to reshuffle the deck. Which is like, woo! Yeah. That Damn. is yeah. good. That could be Pink Floyd lyrics. Like, yeah. Like, mic drop after that. Fucking <laughs> name. Yeah. 
Um, he's been yeah storing that one up for sure. Oh yeah. Anyway, they're bloody <laughs> stoked. We get a really funny like montage sequence of like Jack on the boat with them getting more eggs and stuff. Reading it, he's reading a book about extraterrestrials <laughs> and just trying to learn more. And then, yeah, like, just a fun sequence of, like, the old people having fun with and without the aliens. There's one shot of them playing cards with an alien robe, (laughs) which is hysterical. I love that these aliens wear bathrobes. Yeah. They probably just learned it from the old people they're hanging out with. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's this whole montage for this great gig where it's, like... Yeah, them doing youthful things and hitting up the club and yeah, dancing Ben gets around. his license back. Yeah, uh, goes down there, fucking like crushes the eye exam, reads yeah. the bottom line. Just he's like, we're in a hurry. <laughs> fucking sick. But like, someone watched this in an advertising firm and was like, "Great, this is the template for every single Viagra ad." Oh my god, <laughs> yes, yeah. accurate. Yeah, it's usually what I've seen. It's just like old people smiling wistfully on a beach, <laughs> yeah. like in each other's arms. You know? Yeah, uh, quick shot of them dancing at a break yeah. dancing shot <laughs> oh yeah oh my god yes okay yeah the club is like lots of people in mullets like popping and locking the club is going off oh yeah it's great it's also lit like all purple inside, yeah which is a great vibe for a club i want to go here um yes uh, fucking yeah old mate art is here doing a bit of dancing is it art or joe i don't know one of the old guys he does mm. like moonwalking and then yeah break dances. Yeah, which is great. Which is more than I could ever do. No, with or without a cocoon. Presumably yeah. he was a dancer like back in the day, and that's yeah. why Maybe, he picks yeah. it off with the aerobics dancing. Mm. Like that they both have works. a dance background. Uh. Yeah, like yeah, that's maybe me reading it's into boffing. it, but yeah, he fucking crushes the the floor. He gets like started like. All the people when he starts are like, get off the dance, yeah. granddad, like fucking heckling him. And by the end, they're like slapping him on the back, being like, hell yeah. Yeah. It's good. Good vibes. Oh, yeah. It's like me when I hang out with the youths and I put on some Pink Floyd, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's the same vibe. Yeah. 47 minutes later, they're like, ah, great album. Good on back. you, mate. <laughs> oh. I hate being young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're the inverse of the scene in Cocoon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, what do we got next? Um, oh yeah, so the other people, the word is getting round about their, their antics after this yeah. montage. <laughs> people were like, there's a grandma up it. a tree and they're like, yeah. how'd you climb up this tree? Yeah, it's pretty fucking And they sus. don't want to tell. Mm. Uh, but anyway, yeah, the people in the nursing home are like, how are you getting so sprightly? <laughs> um, and so what have we got? Oh yeah, there's a, at the tail end of Great Gig now. We've got, like, a sequence where Jack and Kitty are swimming around with the horny dolphins. Yeah. And matching red togs, so it's yeah. very hard to tell who's who. Yes. It's a, it's, it's a very strange sequence. And then, yeah. like, they jump out and he's like, so how do you aliens have the sex? <laughs> you know, because I would like to do that with you. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Uh, and she's like, well... We don't really touch each other, but I'll show you what we do do. And we go to the pool where she fucking manifests some light. Yeah. She's like, doesn't take her skin off, thank God. But um, she's like, starts glowing and then like the glow erupts out of her and starts like pinging around the room. Mm. And then like shoots into our boy Jack and he glows green. Yeah. Like... 
that's the best way to describe that sequence. Yeah, that's the DVD cover I thought I'd seen. I like to think that Jack is now pregnant with an alien baby. Yeah, he's got to be. <laughs> like, yeah. He seems nonplussed. He's like, he's like, this seems, that was cool. Well, but, he's not going to know for a few more weeks. Like, sure wasn't sick. Wait. But, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we don't know the gestation period when as well. When he hatches out a bloody cocoon, yeah. then you'll know. Oh. Um, but this is again, again it's happened where the trippiest part of the film, this glowing oh, light dancing around, has happened to Money, the right, least trippy song. Right in the middle of Money. This so is what we call the Willy Wonka problem. Yeah. It also happened in Look Who's Talking. <laughs> That's why we don't call it the look who's talking problem. Oh my gosh. Um, Yeah, so coming up, we're still like, the old people are still enjoying their montage where they're like, um, fresh off a bowling win. Yeah. (laughs) Down at the uh, bowling bowling rink? What do you call it? Bowling Bowling alley. Bowling alley, that's the one. Um, And Ben is starting to worry about the secret getting out and, like, people, he's, like, expressing, he's, like, don't have too much fun. Yeah. You know? But uh, old Joe disagrees and he decides to stay out on the town when, and his wife, like, is shooting him at, Mm. yeah. Alma is her name? Yeah. Yeah. He abandons her. It's fucking awful. And he goes and, like, implies, like, hangs out with, like, a younger woman. Yeah. You know? Come on, Joe, you suck. Mm. Um... (laughs) Too, ra- too ravenous from too much cocoon juice. Yeah, he's <laughs> fucking hopped up on the cocoon juice. Yeah. He's ready to burst, so... <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he returns home after relieving that, and, like, oh. fucking... His wife is leaving him. Mean, she's left yeah. the door, and is, like, wandering off, and he's, like, trying to apologize, but, yeah, she goes and stays with her friend. It's very upsetting. Oh. Yeah. Um... And yeah, Us and Them is playing now, over, again, a sad song, and um, the oldies are all having lunch over the piano keyboard, which I'm into. Yeah. Again, like, opening piano chords of Us and Them when we see a piano on screen, hell yeah. Um, and yeah, fucking Bernie and Rose, the ballers, are still refusing to go to the pool despite knowing about it. Like, yeah. They're just like, man, fuck this. And, like, Joe is so angry about his wife leaving him that they end up having, like, causing a scene, basically. Yeah. Bernie reveals about, like, you've got, you found the fountain of youth, he basically yells out. And, like, everybody fucking rushes down to the Mm. pool. A fight breaks out between them, first of all. Yeah, to us and them as well. Yeah. The song about us and them. Exactly. Joe uses his fucking, like, super strength from the cocoon juice to, like, beat up a couple of orderlies. (laughs) Yeah. Which is a sentence that I've said. And they, uh, yeah, everybody (laughs) runs off to the pool. Yeah. And start fucking trying to crack open the cocoons on the side of the fucking... (laughs) We got old people there, you got old people here. Oh my god. That pool is bursting. Yeah. It's out of control. We're uh, it there is a lot of horseplay going on at this pool. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of just flapping of arms. It's like when you go to the pool, uh, any community pool at 11am, it's just full. Absolutely. Of yeah. More old people than water. <laughs> it's just like old soup. <laughs> oh my god. That's <laughs> awful. That's worse than what I said, I think. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yes. Fucking, although, so, Walter comes in to break up the party, yells at them all to get out, and he, like, cracks open one of the cocoons, because he knows how to do it. Yeah. What is revealed within 
is <sighs> one of the aliens all shriveled up and old. It's been like... If anyone can remember, in, uh, there's a Spongebob episode where mm. they go to an old folks home and then there's just this like worm who's completely shriveled yes. and quite dead, like a Prince Philip level of like <laughs> nearly a lot, nearly <laughs> dead. You can but, stay on this one. <laughs> like oh, nearly yeah. dead. We see one of those, and it's nearly dead. It's, it's so really sad. sad. It's been, yeah. like, that and like ET vibes. And the fact yeah. that it's wasted there for 10,000 years. Yeah. Just, Just to, get to be sh- fucking killed. By, have it, it's ugh. age and magic sucked out of it. Mm. Just to die here. Oh, it's tragic. But you do know that photo of Prince Philip that I'm talking about, right? Oh, yeah, through yeah. the car. Looks just like that. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's, it's, it's truly sad. The aliens, yeah, it, their youth has been sucked away to, like, refuel these old people. Yeah. It's the true tragedy of Cocoon. So we mm. Yeah, so this really, this wasn't it comes a... comes at a cost. This wasn't a, a, a fuel source that, no. you know, this wasn't a reusable energy. No. No, no. It's not a renewable energy dance hall. Yeah, so stop running your cars on old cocoons, guys. It's a fossil fuel pool we're dealing with here. We should have got Greenpeace on the cause. Yeah. (laughs) Greenpeace sponsor of the movie Cocoon. (laughs) Oh my god. Uh, Yeah, so it's very sad. Walter cries, which he's like very shocked at. Yeah. Fucking 10,000 at least year old alien. And he's very confused by that. Yeah. Yeah. Does that mean his skin suit has human functions? I think so, right? Like, Mm. they've got to be basically human otherwise. I don't want to think too hard about it because it gets into some grey areas. I mean, I could talk about skin suits all day, but... That's another podcast. Yeah. It's <laughs> for the skin suit podcast. Welcome back to Skin Suits. It's me, Gareth Blackler. Oh, why that voice, though? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah, anyway. So, and we cut from this horrible scene to another horrible scene. Poor Bernie is chilling with his wife. Mm. They're, like, ha- hanging out. He's reading, like, a nice book. And she is like saying, "Ah, oh, I'm so glad that I married you, Bernie. You're such yeah. a good man." And then he like goes off to get her medication for it, and she dies in her bed. Yeah, yes. I actually started writing down like because this was the second time we've had Pink Floyd sing "The Old Man Dies." Yes, and I was so nervous the last time, and then we they almost got the line done, and I started I got few comma. Twice now, the old man, and then I had to cross it out because mm. that's when we realized Rose had died. Yeah. So it's a sink. It's a sink. It's a sink. It's the saddest sink. The saddest sink. Uh, Yeah, she's tragically died. And so fucking Bernie, like, carries her. It carries her body to the pool to try and revive her. Yeah. And Walter appears and says that the pool doesn't work anymore and that it's too late. And Bernie's just, like, wailing in the pool. Yeah. His deceased wife. It's awful. Um, Do you think that this film was actually, like... Lightly, it's it's a it's a metaphor f- for the earth <laughs> and <laughs> and how we're just using up all of our resources. I th- I did not expect that to go there. I feel like this movie is like very metaphorical of like getting old and dying and like accepting yeah, it's a death, circle but, of life, and you've got to accept it. But I do like the the angle of like climate change <laughs> and accepting the death of the Which planet. Everyone believed in in the eighties. <laughs> Totally. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I think you're onto something, yeah. I feel like I pollution. Too much into it. It's really sad, but pollution was a trend almost. Like worrying about pollution was a trend in the 90s. Mm. But it could have been kicked off by a bit of cocoon. Maybe. Thanks, cocoon. 
You can't spell eco without two letters of cocoon. It's true. Great. Mm. <laughs> Eco-coon. <laughs> that's what they needed. Yeah, that's what they needed. <laughs> if only they were eco-coons. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, so truly tragic. Uh, she gets, like, taken away to the funeral home and, mm -hmm. um... Uh, Walter, Ben goes over to Walter and apologizes to, to him for like screwing everything up, mm. for like letting the secret get out, for fucking killing two members of his race of aliens. Yeah. Um, it's very like above board, honestly. Like, I respect him for doing this. Mm. Like, he could have like invoked the ire of the alien race. We could have a whole different end of Cocoon where these aliens return and destroy Earth. Yeah. Do you think if this film was made in 2020? Or 2021, like the aliens would definitely have retaliated. It would have been too sad, I think, if they had. They're just like standing over the controls, like ready to shoot the laser to destroy the earth, like openly weeping. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, there's definitely a version of that film that yeah. exists. Yeah. Like, oh my god. I think also if it had been made this year, um, <laughs> it would have been shut down. <laughs> no, um, I'm, that's so sad, I'm sorry. If it had been made um, this day and age, you would have definitely had them de-age into younger actors. Yeah. Like, they would oh, have had, like, yeah. great Absolutely. older actors, and then it would have been, like, yeah, Patrick Stewart ages back to be The Rock. Oh, my God. Like, what? Zac, like, Zac Efron would have been in there somehow. Yeah, and somehow yeah. still Matthew Perry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, Because, yeah. like, I'm 17 again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. He's, like, it's very sad, like, um... Walter says he's never experienced losing someone. Before. Yeah. Like, his race never dies. They've got no concept of, like, life and death at all. Um, and, yeah, that, they're, like, they're worried about losing the rest of the cocoons because they're all in this shriveled-up state. And yeah. Then, yeah, the, the old people offer to help out returning the cocoons to the ocean, back mm. to Atlantis, we go, and they do it. Like, there's great shots of them, like, swimming around with scuba gear, just old-ass people. Yeah. But they're all still jacked up on some cocoon juice. Yeah, I guess they can. They can get away with it. It's never going to get old, that's saying. <laughs> all jacked up. Yeah. Gareth openly flinches every time. Every time Maddie says cocoon juice. Oh, great. I just have it again. Yeah. You have to... I'm going to set a restraining order on the word cocoon and the there's, word juice. Right. There's going to be six, six words apart. They don't belong together. Oh. Uh, right. Fair enough. So they're swimming around. More for us, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> You're the Bernie of this situation. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, the, yeah, they're moving these cocoons around. And the over this, Pink Floyd say, I can't think of anything to say. And I agree. Because yeah. This is an insane sequence. Yeah. Like, we're returning the cocoons to Atlantis. And there are, like, 80-year-old men with scuba equipment <laughs> doing it. So, there you go. Um... Yeah, we're at the end of playthrough two. As everyone's standing around on the boat, very sad. Yeah. And the we get the like final arc of the movie starting up because uh, Walter offers them all passage on the UFO back to fucking their like explore civilizations. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, and you'll live forever as an added bonus. Like he's like, you'll be you'll be students, but also teachers. Yeah. Oh my god, it's wild. This is, you would never expect this movie to go this way, right? Not at all. You'd think it'd be about well, like to jump ahead, you'd think they'd reject it or they'd lose the chance and learn that's okay. But nope. Right, the third act of this movie is ready to pop off. Yeah. I am hype. Um. Yeah, we got. 
<laughs> Over the silence between albums, old mate Ben is explaining to his grandson that he and his grandma have to go away. Yeah. <laughs> to a place they will never die. Yeah, and they are, it's literally like going to the farm upstate when yeah. everyone gets sick. <laughs> like, and they can roam free, right? Mm. Like, it's definitely a metaphor for being like, we're gonna die soon. I feel, I feel like when, if I was like a seven or eight year old again... And a grandparent had said that to me. That would have been terrifying. Yeah, so much Absolutely worse. Absolutely terrifying. Yeah, it's scarring it's, to David. It's worse to be like, oh, your grandparent yeah. has died. It's okay. They're in a nice place. Yeah. Now it's just, we don't know where they are. Yeah. I can't tell you where I'm going. I'm sure going to miss hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh my god, it's fucking wild. No wonder, like, David gets fucking scarred. Like, yeah. That kid is gonna be fucked Yeah, up. we cut straight into Breathe where he says he's gonna go to outer space. <laughs> it's like, your mum wouldn't understand. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good. He wishes he could catch one more big fish. Yeah. I just love every line in the sequence. Yeah. It's so funny. Oh. I hope this is the, like, sequence that the movie was pitched on. I feel like this must have been the conversation, like, the writer had with, the writer had with their grandparents. And then, like, they were just, like, one day, like, what if they were telling the truth? Tippity-type-type-type. Tippity-too. If you wanted to, if you were going up to, up to space, what would you miss? Oh, miss baseball? <laughs> I, wish, I would want to catch a big old fish. <laughs> Alright, then it's going in the film. What if there's a post credit scene to this and you just see a rod from space slowly lower down, <laughs> hooks one big fish, he's like, got it. It's a fucking DreamWorks it's kid. Yeah. Origin story. <laughs> he's been de-aged by the magic and he's up there on the moon. Wow. There you go. Uh, it's, yeah, the fucking grandma and granddad, like, hug the mum and the, and David, and they, like, they're, like, we'll see you later. Yeah. See you next it's week. It's really sad. Not a bad match for Bree. Well, Pink Floyd's saying, leave, don't leave me. Mm. Unless they're leaving. Yeah. They're leaving. Nice. Are we going to talk about the whole going to the bank and taking out all your money thing? Yeah, that's, that's coming up now. Okay, good. We've got... I've got a lot of feelings about that. Old mate Joe, like, goes straight to the bank and <laughs> gets all of his money and closes his account and just... Hands the teller a hundred dollar bill yeah. as like a tip, like here you go, love. And then yeah, he's just fucking wandering down the street, handing out money to people. This would be so fun. Yeah, That's all I'm thinking about. But what I, is your take? Well, like I thought I was more, uh, like I thought I was more throw caution to the wind, like eccentric. But mm. clearly, like when I watched that scene, I was like, what if? It- what if they don't go? <laughs> what if it's like a joke? And they're like, say, yeah. leave. Yeah. You've got no money, no yeah. savings. Don't humans. Yeah. Pranked. See That's for you. touching our cocoons. Won't see you in 10,000 years. Yeah. Maybe it's just because I'm at a point in my life where like everyone is like screaming at me to like budget, buy a house, yeah. do all these things. And so now I'm like, to see Gotta protect my money. It's just disgusting. Yeah. Man. But hey, I'm not 90. So. <laughs> what if it was like, you, had, you were catching up with high school friends and it's like, yeah, yeah, Jeff bought a house and Katie and Jeff too got married. Mm. But um, Steve just uh, went off to an alien planet where he's going to be a learner and a teacher and live forever and never oh, that's get nice. sick. That's unusual. Yeah. Oh, good for him. Yeah. But like deep down you're jealous. You're like, oh, I, had, I could have done that. I had the offer. You shouldn't compare yourself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I went to uni. He went to alien. <laughs> what? Creative brain do good. <laughs> it's like a it's like a fraternity. Day. Yeah. It's the alien. Um, 
I feel like, yeah, this is like an analog for like all the things that old people would wish to do before mm. they die, right? It's yeah. Like we get um, Art marrying the the lady that he's been seeing. Yeah. Which is really adorable. That is very cute. It's like you don't know what they're doing. They're like standing in front of a door being like, oh, are you sure you want to do this before? Like, And then she's, they're like, yes, let's do it. And then we see that they're getting married. And it's yeah. Like, Hell yeah. I mean, that rules. We all know that going up into space, unmarried is blasphemy. So. <laughs> But yeah, I just you have to pass through heaven to get there, and yeah. God's not going to let that. But yeah, in the context of like old people wrapping up like their lives, I think mm. it's just a very sweet sequence. Yeah. What would um, you do if I was about to go to an alien planet? You were never going to return to Earth. Um, you could only do Earth things. Write my name in some cement. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Are you coming? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'll come in with you. <laughs> oh, so, I'd like, so, I'd like, good. like, I kind of imagine there's no cats wherever we're going, and no. I just feel like oh, yeah. I would no just like allowed. rub my face on a cat's tummy. Aww. Yeah, yeah, I like that. But what if you like, you know, your allergies get activated, and then because you never get sick, you probably never get better from that, so you're just constantly like a bit sniffy. I don't think that's going to happen. Don't oh. take that much into it. <laughs> yeah, true. You're surrounded by cocoon You're the juice. one who's allergic to cats, not me. Oh, no. <laughs> You'll never be out. Yeah, that'll happen to you. What would, yeah. what would you do, James? Oh, God. I would be- it would either be me doing exactly what Joe does, running down the street, handing out money, because I mm. think that just looks like so much fun. Or, I don't know, I'd probably just, like, hang with my family. <laughs> oh, that sounds. Mm. Yep. Yeah, you know, or... That's the most yeah. sensible answer. Yeah, you like got us there, didn't you? Yeah, so either the most dumb and frivolous thing possible or the most wholesome. Yeah. I'd like flip a coin and decide. Yeah. Um, so there you go. <laughs> we're like all gathering to meet and we're like, oh, James, what did you do? And you're like, oh, I just really connected with my family, really had the deep conversations that are going to carry me through the next mi- millennia. Yeah. And then it cuts to Maddie just robbing her face on a cat, like, <laughs> 8,000. <laughs> and your hands are just like rock solid. I'm me. stuck in the cement, like, don't forget. <laughs> Don't leave without me! Garrett's <laughs> fucking trapped. Oh, uh, yeah, we also get um, Joe, like, doing the wholesome thing after handing away all his money. Yeah. He, like, apologizes to Alma and, like, says that it's like, I'd rather take six months living with you here on Earth than an eternity alone. Aww. Oh, sweet. Mm. Uh, but they're both going, so whatever. <laughs> it's a moot point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. She might forgive him in the future. She might not. They have a millennia to decide. Exactly. Oh, so, no. Oh, no. no. <laughs> I don't know. They could either go, like, two, one of two ways. Yeah, it right. It could be great or... <laughs> well, you get into the whole thing about, like, if you don't die, what happens to your morals and stuff? If you're never going to die, do you start doing good things still or do you get nihilistic? Like, I suppose these aliens live in, like some sort of weird university all the time and they're just learning all the time yeah. so they've probably they've probably got a good head on their glowing shoulders you'd hope so right yeah. I feel like they're doing the like full on like Starship Enterprise thing like helping out different uh, civilizations around the universe right? oh that's nice yeah people. I don't know mm. you'd hope so Prime Directive and all that yeah um yeah, but there's we're ready for the best part of this movie, and it's a fucking total lunar eclipse yes. that is happening at the crux of this movie. I'm stoked. The dark side of the moon itself is a plot device in this film. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm ready to see it. Um, all the clocks in time go off as we literally see the moon. Yeah. I'm like, fuck yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've written R in my notes in like all caps because I'm so high. <laughs> Um, yeah. 
Uh, all the oldies like sneak out to join the boat. They all hop on the boat. This and useless, like secure. Oh yeah, the oldies are like orderly. falling asleep at the at the nursing yeah. Room. They're like whatever. These these oldies are going nowhere. They have been asleep for four years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But no, they're all sneaking away. Uh, David lets slip. He's like mm. all sad in front of his telescope, and he's like. Uh, I can't tell you what grandma and granddad said to me. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, the mum finds out, pressures him out, pressure, pressures it out of him, and then yeah. the whole like fucking town gets into a fury about it. The police are here, yeah, trying to track them down. Uh, we're trying to leave. Oldies are trying to leave on the boat, and the engine, of course, is still being repaired. Yeah, not stuttering into life, you know. Uh, so drama there. Uh, fucking. Badass Bernie comes along, like, after his wife has died, and says, I just want to say goodbye to you, boy. Yeah. And he's like, I'm staying, I'm happy where I am. And fucking legend, man. Like, even, like, Wilford Brimley's like, come on, come on, live forever with me. And Wilford he's like, Brimley. Nah, man, <laughs> i made my choice. It's been pretty clear yeah. up until this point where I'm at. Oh, what a, what a fucking legend. Yeah. Mm. Although he is definitely going to get questioned a lot by the police being the only one left when all the old people have vanished. Yeah. Yeah. Bernie would just fucking tell them. He'd be like, oh, yeah, they went up to space. Yeah. And you they're remember? like, all right, he's old. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah, the fog rolled in and mm. they were lifted up by a big old ship. Um, <laughs> I bet they're going to miss hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, time plays up at that sequence and I love it. This as my favorite track. Mm. Like, hell yeah. Um, yeah, so they fix their engine and get away, but um, fucking last minute, David figures it out, like he has a stroke of genius, and like rushes over and jumps onto the boat yeah. as it's sailing away. Lands exactly on a piano note of Great Gog in the Sky. Hell yes, I'm into it. Um, mm. And yeah, then we get the line like, why shouldn't I be frightened of dying as well, just before this? Which yeah. Is, like, they're going to live forever, so there you go. Um... Yeah, fucking, there's like police helicopters and the Coast Guard are there chasing them down in boats as they're like trying to get away uh, aboard the Manta 3, which is the name of the boat, which I haven't mentioned before, Mm. but I do like that boat. Mm. Pretty good. Mm. There's a lot of uh, enforcement for a boat of oldies. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's like a pretty serious thing, right? There's like a kidnapping of like 35 old ass people yeah like they don't know and one child and a child um yeah it's like it's a serious issue um so yeah it's but and they've caught wind of it and they're bloody chasing them down um yeah what happens now <laughs> they're just it's like a bunch of what well, there's like the best sequence right because we see a ufo yes in the sky this UFO is straight out of the, like, planetarium show yeah. for Dark Side of the Moon. And it kicks in exactly when a guitar kicks in. It's, yeah, it's lovely. It's great, yeah. We're seeing, like, the moon eclipsing, and then we get, like, yeah, this full reveal of a UFO. Yeah. It's sick. Um, D- David, at this point, also jumps overboard. He's, like, said goodbye to mm. Grandma and Granddad, and he's like, go on! Yeah. I'm fine! He's like a little boy floating in the water, and I'm, like, terrified. He's yeah. Moan down I was thinking, Coast Guard. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that would ruin the spell. Right. If they just decided to have that happen. Incredibly dangerous, but no. He gets rescued by a police boat, and it's all good. Uh, and then, yeah, the fucking <laughs> Jack... 
is not coming with them. Yeah. He gets handed, like, a huge wad of money by a Walter. Oh, we're listening to money when this... Yeah. into that. Um, How much money do you reckon that was? Like, at least... Hundred grand. I was like, like, it was like this will clear, this will cover the cost of your boat, which they take to space. Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah, and like I guess the the charges of him being arrested for kidnapping like yeah. thirty adults somehow as the only survivor of this boat, which it's going to look like he just he sunk and sailed away. Would go to prison, right? I think yeah, for this. So. Un- unclear as to whether or I not he, he gets away in... scot-free from this. Yeah, did the Coast Guard find him? Or does he just paddle away in his little paddle We boat? don't know. He doesn't appear in the last scene. We don't so... see oh. he's, he's fully in prison. Yeah. Uh, it's well, bad vibes. He uh, got... And then he's going to have his alien baby. Oh, yeah, oh, man. A single it's, parent. Cocoon 2 is yeah. going to be wet. <laughs> uh, fucking, yeah. So the boat, like, floats up into the sky... Like, underneath the, like, aperture of the UFO. Yeah, very stuttery, to a stuttery part of the guitars, but into yeah. It. Yeah, floating away. <laughs> we just get great shots of all the old people looking up into the light. Being yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Um, yeah, oh, before Jack, uh, like, jumps into this little lifeboat, he, like, gives Kitty a kiss. Mm. Kisses the alien, which would be weird. I don't know. I don't know. Right on the skin suit. It's like, I don't understand why you did that, but <laughs> I've told you not to that touch me. Yeah. <laughs> now I have to wash my whole skin suit. Yeah. God. Dry clean it. Yeah. Um, anyway. We have to stop at Dry Cleania, the dry cleaning planet now. Yeah. Oh, we have to be there for hours. <laughs> Space hours. I'll get a ticket. Space hours are way longer. It's yeah. Fun. It's a nightmare. Um, so yeah, they get taken away by the UFO. It's great stuff. Mm. You know, Final scenes in the movie, there's a mass funeral for all these old people who have disappeared, presumably did at sea. Yeah. Um, it's very sad, except for David, who's smiling away, yeah. looking up to the stars like a psycho at a funeral. Like <laughs> He's not going to grow up stable, eh? No. no. He's like, my granddad's going to space. Yeah. He's definitely going to murder someone and be like, I'm sending you to space. The origin of Florida, man, right so- here. <laughs> yeah. Like, fucking hell. <laughs> But yeah, uh, we see that the UFO is flying around in space and it flies directly into the sun. Yeah. So that's the end of the film and I don't know how to feel about it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the film probably wants you to think it was okay. Not like, well, this is what you get for wrecking our cocoons. Suicide mission. (laughs) Oh God, a true tragic end. Yeah. Depending on your interpretation. Um, yeah, maybe these guys, like, they're used to sun... They're powered by sun temperature and they don't understand these old folk. Mm, no, they don't no, like sun temperature. They are big on the sun. They have oh, to live works. forever as ashes. Oh. <laughs> we, have, we have to assume, though, that, like... Well, my I thought that they no longer would be human. Ah. And they could kind of do anything they liked in this new Mr. Burns space body. I think that's yeah, the vibe. I, like yeah, that. I think they get put in the old alien, magical, floaty, glowy blo- bodies. And the technical term, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah. Phew. What did you think? I mean, like, think? I was going to say, like, at the beginning of the day... <laughs> you had night. You had no clue what cocoon was. Mm. Yeah, and you can't deny that now I know what cocoon is. Now you That's know. very true. Yeah. Do you feel like your life is held now that you've you have my life is held? Yeah. Well, like, do you feel held? Do you by feel held? <laughs> Being cocooned. Like cocooned. <laughs> yeah, I feel like swaddled up in cocoon. Like I'm yeah. 
grown a went in a caterpillar i've come out a butterfly oh nice yeah okay. or i went in one single beam of white light and i've come out as a rainbow light oh also good pink floyd yeah <laughs> um what did we think how did it sink maddie as the guest how did you feel the sinking went i given i have watched a handful of films with you guys in the in the sinking process yeah I thought this was a fantastic film. That Bloody sunk. good. It was yeah. a very good sync film. Um, oh, I meant to give a score. How yeah. does this work? You can chuck out a out number 10, and yeah. we'll... I mean, basically anything goes with our scoring system. Yeah, we, we gave out a Z. <laughs> t- typically out of 10. Pretty much like every fil- every shot where there was like a moon and some... St- Hell in yeah. space mm. there was like perfect sinks mm-hmm. so which i would give like a nine out of ten. Ooh. Oh, yeah they were like anti sinks but like they always anything, add to it, adds to it. Yeah, yeah that's how um a quiet place got its eight Ooh. was exactly, what right. seven yeah i will have to because of the willy wonka problem mm. i'm thinking we might have to duck deducted a point Sorry, what is... I don't know what this means. That's all right. The Willy Wonka problem is when a really trippy moment in a film happens to money, Mm. and it's not trippy enough. Yeah. Oh. That song is the least trippy on the album. And it happened with both um, glowing alien pool sex and... Yeah. um, Which is pretty... Weird UFO. Mm. Yeah. Kind of a shame. Yeah. So, But I'm also willing to fight for it. I'm willing to... 8.2 8.2 this right. baby. 8.2? All yeah. right. Yeah, I'm into that. Yeah? That's a specific enough rating for me. Yeah. It's one more than, one point one more than Ratatouille. Yeah. But still, does it for you, the... I'm feeling really good about it. Yeah. I was Would you put it at the nine. point... Oh, wow. Yeah. Would you say higher than Moon? Yeah. I'm feeling really good about this sync. Like, I thought, it like, at, it sort of beats a movie set on the moon, which is kind of what... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, you know what? So what do you what do you? I want to say nine because yeah. we didn't we didn't have the Willy Wonka problem. When we watched Moon. We're That's looking. True. We've aged, and we need to get back to our youthful exuberance. Yeah, much like we're hoping that happens for the world in twenty twenty one, and to give the world in twenty twenty one something to look forward to. I'm keen to hand out this nine as well. Hell yeah! Maybe after this year of like where there's been so much like dumb shit happen and it's like just absolute ridiculousness of this year mm-hmm. cocoon was like quite nice to watch. yeah it yeah. was a good time yeah highly recommended listeners so there you go nine out of ten nine out of ten oh uh, yeah and what are we doing next week i don't i feel like i chose cocoon i don't know like it remains to be seen yeah we've sort of thrown out a whack as to what's happening next week so uh we'll tell you we'll find out i guess well you can choose one. Well, you choose one on the spot yeah. right now. Well, you know, we've seen about how the world could be fixed, but we've still got to be prepared for how the world is going to roll us. Mm. And we're oh. going to need some of our finest filmmaking, our finest weapons, our sharpest tools in the shed. Mm-hmm. Um, will we give this movie a seven, which is an upside down L? Will it be on our foreheads? Or will we look kind of dumb, you know? Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that took me a little while again. So, hey now... My f- As we look towards the moon and see all stars, mm-hmm. let's get our game on and watch Shrek. Yeah. Woo! We're Shrekking it up next week. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Check yourself before you Shrek yourself. Oh, yeah. Sing Floyd podcast and more sweet puns like that to come. <laughs> um, um, Maddie, is there anything you want to recommend to the people? Anything you've yeah. done lately or just enjoyed? I just want to say cocoon juice again. <laughs> Get wrecked, Gareth. 
You should register the Twitter handle Cocoon. See if that's available. That's a gross Twitter handle. Other than that, no, not really. Sweet. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you've been Madeline Smith. I have. I've been Gareth Blackwell. I've been James Barron. And we'll see you on the dark side of Cocoon. On the dark side of Cocoon. It's a movie. Oh, thanks for that background. That was great. All right.